the college football experience, Pac-12 conference season preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, brought to you by our very own Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollars in prize up for grabs. Join today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Yes, Parlay Play is a lead pipe uh, lock for parlaying player props. Go to parlayplay.io. Use that promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus today. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. There we go. Play that music, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to what could be the final of the college football experience pack 12, 2023 season preview edition. Well, it is the final episode for 2023, but my point is the conference might not be around a year from now, which is crazy because they're older than the sec. They're older than the ACC. They're older than all these fucking conferences. It's crazy. Uh, And and if so, what a way to go out because I guess we got some bang. The Pac-12, I think, is going to be the best it's been since like 04 or 05. Oh, a long, long time for sure. Yeah, in a long, long time. Shout out to Larry Scott's fifty thousand uh, dollar night. You know, uh, hotel rooms in Vegas and dinners. Because uh, <laughs> it's good to know that uh, you know he destroyed this conference and uh, this president's as well. Uh, but look, we're going to talk all about it. But before that, uh, you know, maybe you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swiggin' Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. I would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was. It's like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Mm. And this is this is to Larry Scott and George Klavikov. And you're nothing but a chameleon, <laughs> lemon-headed, <laughs> coward, terrorist. And the school president. I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Sure. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I'm upset. I like the Pac-12. I like divert. Like what I don't want is the NFL and college football. I like knowing I can watch Big Ten West football where no one calls a pass play for three and a half hours, right? I like going over to the ACC and seeing eight stadiums half empty, right? <laughs> he always taking a shot. I like turning it over to the SEC and seeing them beat the piss out of UT Martin in November, right? No, I don't. I'm I don't, I don't like that. What, what you're going to say yeah. the uh, the the Pac-12's images and reputation is well. 
I remember a time where Mike Leach blew a uh, a 42 point fourth quarter lead, <laughs> or maybe it was late third quarter to yeah. Chip Kelly. There you go. That's Pac-12 football. I like what uh, growing up, growing up on the East Coast. I think NC Nick can can attest to this. I remember watching a crazy ass USC Oregon game when Carson Palmer was there yeah. in Eugene. That was just one of the craziest fucking games. Now, yes, does it would it sometimes say like, man, they could use they could use a defender. It, it, it was like the Big Twelve before the Big Twelve, right? Like, uh, but holy shit, man! I like you know watching those late night games and stuff like that, and and really. I like the Apple Cup. One of my first great college football memories is when uh, we got. Uh, it was called in the DC area. Shout out to anyone that knows this. HTS Home Team Sports. <laughs> all right, and uh, we had a cable, and all of a sudden we get this HTS Home Team Sports to watch the Washington Bullets in there. Do team. you remember the jingle? Uh, your sports, like- more sports. <laughs> Let's go, motherfucker! Oh all right, God. I remember. Uh, college ball. What's the call? HCS has got it all. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> but anyway, look, we were stuck watching uh, a lot of Jefferson pilot sports games on, on HTS, uh, which normally means ACC like wake forest against Duke when they were both awful, rusty LaRue and stuff. But occasionally you get a little gem. And I remember watching this 1992. I think it was the apple cup in a ton of snow. Yeah. And right then I was, ca- I was captivated by this thing. You know, you couldn't get a lot of areas of the country back then. The struggle was real. You didn't get a lot of games in the Midwest or West. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So I fell in love with Washington state. Um, and I was like, man, they had bled. So then, and, and I know Nick, you were watching the game with me, but like we, we all, we were like, what is this? It was well, like, you know, and the other yeah. thing is the Seahawks were playing in a dome back then. So yeah, fuck the Seahawks. you had no, yeah, nothing outside then. of like yeah. Denver and San Francisco as your Northeast football or Northwest football. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah, but it was just perfect. It was this rivalry yeah, game in it was the snow like new and exciting yeah. too. Cause like, you know, before cable, we were just watching the local stuff and yeah. they're like, yeah, well, yeah, what's this wazoo team? It's snowing up there. Yeah. They got cool uniforms. Uh, yeah. It was, you know, it's like exciting games. So yeah, it, what I'm going to miss too is the games in Corvallis, the games in Pullman, when, when a big time opponent came into those stadiums, they were, it was ripe for an upset. Oh, 100%. And who, knows, who knows what we're yeah. going to get with you know, moving forward. There. Uh, I mean, man, it's just, so not only was it fitting then when we started out as, as SGPN and, and TCE, you know, our first break was Mike Leach at Washington state. So like after kind of liking Washington state, we get in, go with them. Uh, we know a lot of the administration that, you know, obviously I, I'm scared of the future on, on them being employed, <laughs> but um, then, you know, uh, just, just having that whole experience being there, the, 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 the first ones, you know, I, I know the Rolovich thing pissed me off because I, I felt like that was nonsense, but I, I think that was more of a state issue than a university issue. Probably, um, yeah. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know, but man, it, it hurts to lose those games. I and mean, the Apple Cup, that's another thing. When I first moved to LA, uh, when I first moved to LA, I was bartending and a buddy that I was bartending with who went to Wazoo, he's like, dude, you got it. You got to, uh, I'm going to take you to this party. I went to a gigantic party for the Apple Cup. And it was awesome. Like talking to like 40 passionate fans. Most of them, I feel like 80% of them were, were Washington fans, but you had some Wazoo fans. So I've seen that rivalry good. And I, you know, I know it, it's not, you know, it's not as intense as the iron bowl, but it's just what is good about college football. And, and to lose that, I saw the speculation today saying they think they're going to lose the apple cup and the civil war. 
And I'm well, just when saying, you think about the number of fans that like, you know, Seattle itself is probably as big as the, the, the state of Alabama in terms of population or metropolitan yeah. Seattle. So it's like, and there are only so many West coast teams, like in the East coast, you have, you know, team after team, after team, all the way down the coastline, you know, there's what six power five teams or eight on the West coast. Yeah. Uh, when the, uh, and so, but the, the coolest pac 12 schools, in my opinion, where it was pac 10, when I was watching, we're definitely Washington state and Oregon state. I mean, I liked Arizona state a lot. Jake Plummer years. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I love that team, but come on, Oregon state and Washington state were always the coolest in my opinion. And to, so we're going to gut, we're going to fuck over the coolest. Come on, come I on. Thought or- Oregon was really cool too. Uh, until they got a little too big. Yeah. Until yeah. that Nike money started really flowing through there. You had a like salt, you had a Sultan McCullough Jersey. <laughs> I remember. And then in the nineties, Oregon was a pretty cool program. Cause they were kind of on the, on the rise on the come up too. Cause before that they, they weren't very good at football. Now they've probably gone a little too far with the craziness with the uniforms and everything. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Seattle's population. I stand corrected. Uh, Noah corrects me. 734,000. How about metropolitan Seattle though? I'm curious yeah. about that. Um, either way guys, uh, sucks. did I even introduce you guys? I didn't. We oh. just went on a fucking tangent. We just went right into a tangent. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, let's get Look, it going. I got it pulled up. Metropolitan Seattle, four point one. Thank you, Noah. And this whole whole state of Alabama, five point one. So, Pretty damn close. Yeah. I mean, you talk about, oh, it's super passionate. Yeah, it's passionate because those fans are crazy. But Seattle, uh, you know, the fans in uh, Washington and Oregon, they get after it a little bit too. Yeah. No, they're a great fan base. Shout out to Blanton in the chat. Are we ever going to get the full story on the burrito patty? See, Patreon. We got to go to the Patreon, man. I mean, look, I'm going to read a little ad there in a second. But we are joined by third man in the booth, uh, the DFS guy himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lack giving. Farmer, farmer, Hernan basketball league MVP, giving up NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, guys? Oh yeah. Can we uh, look? I want to just dive into the Pac-12 thing, and I know the chat was talking about who they should add to preserve. And I would love to see the name Pac-12 preserved because of the fact that it's yeah. been around for 115 years. Um, but I got to talk a little Big Ten and Big 12 because boy, the Cyhawk Trophy this year is gonna be fantastic. Get rid of that Cyhawk name. We're gonna call that thing the D-Gen Bowl <laughs> because. <laughs> The amount of Iowa and Iowa State players gambling on their fucking teams. Special shout out to uh, to uh, well, I've read so many different things here, but uh, Isaiah Lee on the defensive line, who uh, <laughs> who placed uh, wait 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 let me get this right, uh, who placed a money line wager on Texas against Iowa State in the 2021 game, where Iowa State won 30 to seven. <laughs> Nothing like a good old hedge. Fucking pussy. That's awful, Come on. man. Yeah. That is awful. So he was on Iowa State and bet against him. Bet, yeah. bet against his yep. team. Yep. That's well, the one. I see betting on. betting for your team, I think, should be a slap on your uh, on the wrist. Yes, you can, you know, 
mess it up. So you yeah. guys score a little more than you probably should. You know, you get aggressive and you score more points and you rig the system in your favor. Okay. But if you're losing teams, well, uh, losing games, <laughs> they like, only gave up one touchdown. I'm so confused. Yeah, <laughs> play, probably played his ass off. No, I don't know. I'm just like Matt. Is Matt Campbell the greatest coach ever? This guy was. This guy <laughs> beat Texas thirty to seven with potential players on the on the take. Yeah, a guy just laying down every snap. <laughs> uh, no, but this is obviously terrible, but hilarious and awesome. Uh, at the same time, because you do have certain, there's a bunch mentioned here, including uh, the the Jarrell B- uh, Brock, their starting running back, who uh, placed a shit ton of wagers. Um, I well, mean, I feel like the the good folks of Iowa are are just prone to degeneracy in yeah, the first. What the fuck is going on? It's just I think we so have a couple bored? with the SGP family that are that live in Iowa, right? Yeah, certainly so do. It makes certainly sense. Do. Yeah, I mean, look, they 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 do the math in the cornfields. <laughs> Uh, wasn't Ronnie Harmon on, on the team? He was back on in the, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Three fumbles in the Rose Bowl. Definitely uh, referenced by a uh, a book uh, or a, a a gangster in, in New York City. If you've now watched you that documentary, odds on like what programs are going to be cracked down for gambling. I would not immediately think Iowa. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. think I nice, like Miami, Midwestern. <laughs> yeah, you think like UNLV, yeah, Miami. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Not Iowa, yeah, Iowa well, State. The mob pops up in strange places. Like Vegas was nothing before they got there. Maybe they got something <laughs> brewing in Iowa that we don't know about. That's where Hoffa's body is, dude. I've heard that. Des <laughs> That's where fucking Hoff- next Vegas. Yeah. yeah, I've heard so, that. Yeah, the, the, the D-Gen Bowl, man. We got it. This is just great. Is it the D-Gen Bowl? I, the Cyhawk DJ. Look, I've beautiful. been to Iowa a couple times. I I don't remember seeing casinos left and right. But hey, maybe maybe things have changed. But uh, yeah, it's, well, it's yeah, underground. This is probably just mobile betting, right? I'm sure it's true. It like on DraftKings. Yeah, yeah, they're using yeah. like their moms. Uh, shout out to the mothers out there doing the the, the real work, all right? <laughs> Saying, uh, real you know, work. look, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that to my kid. I'm gonna say, hey, this old Betty sure, sure bets a lot of college football. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, going through our numbers. Uh, we didn't have many women, but this one woman, Betty, bet over six thousand dollars on uh, college football games and obscure college football games That's at right. that. In between uh, her crocheting yeah. and uh, baking apple pies, can we do a report on? Can we call her? Yeah, I just love college football. Um, yeah, shout out to Nathan. He says we 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 some dogs in Iowa. There we go. Look, respect, respect. Just don't bet against your team, because I, I do lose respect there. You got to bet on your team yeah. to fuck up the I Texas. I don't even think Longhorns. you should get in trouble if you bet on your team. I don't even think fuck so it. either. You Pete deserve Rose the for money. Life. You won. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you're getting paid nil, right? Yeah. You should be able to bet on yourself. Aren't, well, that's what NC Nick was saying. Aren't you betting on yourself in general by playing sports? Well, also, I made this comment <laughs> on. I don't know. Was it, <laughs> I think it was on our, our Slack channel, not Slack, but uh, Discord or whatever. It's like, so what if a professional player has, you know, accelerators? If he hits like a thousand yards, he gets more money. That's yeah. basically a player prop on yourself. Yeah, yeah. no, that's 100%. basically gambling on yourself to make more money. Hundred percent. You go What's to the, the bar. Different? You go to the bar. You say, "I'm gonna fuck this ten at the bar, the best looking girl." You know, you mean you telling me Hunter Decker's didn't right. go to the bar as a quarterback and say. I'm walking out of here with the hottest, the hottest chick at this bar. Yeah, well, you saw the video of him making a bet while he was drunk yeah. at the bar, w- talking to a girl. Not the smartest guy. I, I question if he can break down a defense. He's on camera. He's on the camera. And he goes, "Don't publish this. It costs you a lot of money." Right? Like, <laughs> this is illegal. Uh, yeah, you're betting on yourself. I mean, they pay you 
if you go to the Pro Bowl, they pay you money if you win games. Yeah. It's not yeah. even just individual bets. You get more money for winning. Uh yeah. So let me ask you this. So I I am a dude, I was bullish before all this shit came out. I really thought Iowa State was gonna be a lock on the over. I, uh, if you go listen to our SGP shows where we did, where we cover those, I was like, Oh, Iowa state's going to be good this year. No, no, no. Uh, and uh, so uh, yeah, let's uh, let's not take the over on Iowa state and the Iowa Hawkeyes. We'll talk about them in like a week. All right. Uh, Alan Cooley in the chat says, I love how hype NC Nick tries to be for f- four hours ahead of the team. Wow. There we go. Okay. I don't know. It just means that you're hype and be, be you know, you, you rage late into the evening. Yeah, you go late in the evening, man. Shout out to thirty eight oh two says merge the Mountain West and call it the Pack West. I like I think that the Pack West conference like already that. exists. Is the problem? Does it? Does it's it? like a D two or <laughs> NAI buy them out. out. Yeah. yeah, give them a. No, the Pack West makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Pack West. No, and that would be a great merger. There are some. There is the some West dead Pack. weight there. The West Pack. The, the uh, Pack West kind of sounds like a defunct, you know, uh, airline or something. The Pack West. Yeah. <laughs> I used to fly Pack West back in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, look. Uh, I, I obviously, I hope they stay though as Pack. Like they should just go Pack Ten. I don't think they should go Pack. I mean, actually, I don't know. Whatever they can fucking do to survive. I mean, I just want to see Oregon State. I saw someone tweet this. I. I don't know what to believe anymore from some of these people, but they're saying the Big 12 is evaluating Oregon State and Washington State. I don't think that's true, but if I hope it's true, I hope it's true. Um, but uh, yeah, and 3802 is correct. Phil Mickelson needs to come on the show. He has an open invitation to come on the show at any time. Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah, I saw, I saw those articles. Fantastic today. work. He bet on uh, fantastic real work. What these yeah. Iowa and Iowa State players did. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. 69 peanuts. bets yeah. in a, in one day. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, I like that. If I had that much money, come on. You kidding me? Screw it. Was it I don't even have that much money and I'll do that. Yeah. Was it a coincidence it was 69 bets? Uh, you know, what's really happening on the 19th hole? All right. Um <laughs> folks, uh look, we're going to talk Pac-12. We're going to go through all these teams. Uh but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, brought to you by our Patreon. Yes, sign up for the Patreon to get access to an exclusive contest, including the NFL Win Totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. Uh, besides the season long contest, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGPN stories podcast. Like I said, you might hear that Patty C. Burrito story there. Completely free, ad free, and free. Uh, behind the scenes stories, you know, from SGPN. Well, somewhat free. <laughs> uh, there's even a Discord channel just for our patrons. Uh, only you out there in the universe listening can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Perhaps the final year of the Pac-12 and the Apple Cup and the Civil War and maybe the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest football play of all time. Stanford Cow. Stanford Cow. There's no better metaphor for football and what it did to our society than the Stanford Cow game where John Elway battled, you know, come crazy comeback and they kick off, they pitch the ball and the band comes on the field. 
and the dude takes it all the way back to the house, like the final guy touches the ball, and he goes completely out of his way to destroy a fucking band member. It's absolutely fantastic. It is what America's about. It's a perfect metaphor for football. Smash a nerdy band member yes. over the head with a football. So I'm saying that's what we're doing here that's in the college America football experience. Does Metaphorically. Yeah. That, that's what we're doing to Russia right now. Right? Let's now, go. Unfortunately, if that game took place this year, you'd be looking at a team with only expected to win five games against a team only expected to win three games. <laughs> Doesn't well, matter. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that I moment. actually this is what this is what kills me too, is like some people were saying like, good, they deserve it. I hope they're gone. No, that's part of the flavor. All right. Like if you don't have the crazy fucking acid tree huggers, college football is not as good. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like you, you have to have, yes, you want, you, you, want you want the flaming libs with Falwell money. Yeah. You want the tree huggers. All right. You that's, want that. That's that is part of the fun of college football. And that's what the NFL doesn't have. Yes. No. So when I hear people on their podcast say like, well, never, uh, 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 yeah, no, that is part yeah. of the fun. There was a time when the NFL had that you had your seventies, actual steel worker, Pittsburgh Steelers fans versus your whatever. White shoes Johnson. Yeah. It's, it's all <laughs> actual Cowboys now. down in Houston. Yeah. It's too corporate. Now. It's uh, disgusting. Look, yeah. Five teams in the top eighteen of the coaches' preseason poll. The only team in, in America, oh, sorry, the only conference in America that has what uh, I believe six—is that six? Six teams with a win total of eight and a half or higher. This is what I'm saying. We're going out with a bang. At least that. Uh, look, I don't know how Klavikov did it. Klavikov, whatever the fuck his name is. Right? I don't know. He'll be unemployed. But. uh, uh <laughs> I mean, realistically, you got at least five teams, if not six teams, that have a chance at double-digit wins this year. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's start with the lowest win total and go to the highest. Once again, there'll be two episodes here. I mean, well, it's one episode on YouTube if you're watching YouTube.com. On well, the podcast, it'll be this is side A. Start with the shitty teams. We give the shitty teams the side A. We give the good teams the side B. Uh, start off with the Stanford Cardinal. Troy Taylor, you see his comments on the pack uh, on on if he, they're in the ACC. He said, "Ah, not a big deal. People used to take wagons to go to the West. <laughs> right? Who gives a shit? We can get on an airplane and go play football." I'm inclined to agree with him. I like, it. <laughs> yeah. I like it's it. Like, dude, you're spending an hour and a half longer a week on an airplane both ways. Yeah. It's not the end of the damn world, yeah. you know. Especially uh, the kids are 20 years old, man. You can bounce back from anything at 20. Jet lag. Herpes. When you're twenty, uh, <laughs> when you're twenty, you don't get jet lag. Uh, I think it sucks more for the fans, but true. the players, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's not like they're you know flying Southwest. They, I'm sure they got you know chartered private flights with with a ton of leg room. You know. Yeah. Come on. Strippers and all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. It's not Southwest is. I mean, dude, it's uh, what's the one I took. What's oh, the like worst spirit? Spirit. Or, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Yeah. Spirit. Spirit, uh, that that's one. That's a mistake. You don't want to do that. I feel like Spirit was proposing an airline that didn't you, even have seats. You you're just you're, stood you're on saving. It. You're saving. Look, you you pull up Spirit. And you're like, hey, I'm saving a hundred dollars on this flight. And then you go. It's <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> and then they make you uh, check your backpack for for seventy five. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and your luggage, and then have the worst possible experience ever. You can't even like the tray table doesn't even fucking drop down. You can't even put your computer on it. It's terrible. Um. Uh. 
anyway, is Stanford the spirit airlines of this conference is the question. And um, I think so. they have you know, been, although I think Taylor uh, changes things a little bit. Troy I, Taylor coming off an undefeated regular season at Sac state. He's a former California golden bear. Disgusting. Beautiful though. Yeah. But beautiful. This is like uh Schembechler, right? That's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, you kind of got a, a massive change in offensive philosophy. It's going to be fascinating to see what he can do uh, in his one year in the, in the pac 12 as a head coach. So uh, what do you guys make of this team? Now I, they had a mass exodus, like any team with a new coach for the most part, they, they only return, uh, I believe six starters at three on offense and three Total. on defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 130. Uh, no, sorry. One, yeah. 131st experience chart in the country out of 133 teams. Yeah. Yeah, EJ Smith is Emmett Smith's son, and he's back. One of he's the good. only ones. And thirty-eight oh two says in performance, yes, Kobe. But they think they're, you know, they think their their shit don't stink. I get it, but that's part of the fun too. You know what I mean? Like part of the fun. That's their personality. That's yes, them. yes. That's part of what makes it great. It's like going to West Virginia. You know, Michigan and, thinks their yeah. shit doesn't stink. That's yeah, Michigan why. does too. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, you do. You do it's have great it's when scattered through college football. Iowa yeah. beats Michigan for that reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's what makes college football so great is how wacky it is. Out of nowhere, SMU comes up, spends a bunch of money, and Texas and Texas A&M gets their, their get all butt hurt, and then they they actually like f- finagle away to 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 get like the fucking governor of Texas. To, to to work with the NCA and give them the death penalty, you know what I mean? That that's part that sucks <laughs> if you're an SMU fan, but part of that is great for like I hope SMU joins the ACC. You know, like part part of that fun. Look at look at Colby part of that fun admitting that some of the bullshit's actually fun. It they, is. You won't hear that very often. It is part of the fun, dude. That guy that poisoned the trees at Auburn, right? The Alabama fan that just. Poison the shit out of all their hundred-year-old trees. <laughs> now, to uh, be fair, yeah. snobbery is the standard in the Pac-12. Yeah. I mean, even Arizona State managed to become a snob. Now, Oregon which is State, hilarious. Yeah, out yeah. of all out of yeah. all the schools, <laughs> Arizona State's going to put their nose in the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oregon and Oregon State, Oregon State and Washington State Speaking are of are the uh, you know the outliers. <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. Uh, outliers there in terms of being like traditional, like passionate fan bases that. Don't have their nose in the air. Yeah. So I mean, Utah's got a passionate fan base. I mean, there's there's that's true. That's there's true. there's pockets of that, you know. Yeah, but when you think Cal Stanford, yeah, you seem douchebags. I mean, there's a classic Steve Logan clip. The guy that says uh, for the ECU thing, you don't go to East Carolina with a weak heart. Uh, former East Carolina coach. He he has a great spiel on on playing Stanford in a bowl game, and and the fact that <laughs> he goes up to speak. You're supposed to give this talk about you know <laughs> how your team got to this bowl game, yeah. right? And he's there and he's like, he, the Stanford coach goes first. It was Ty Willingham. Right. And Ty Willingham doesn't even mention the team. He starts talking about how Stanford's the greatest institution in the world and how they have two oil rigs out in the ocean. One named Condoleezza, one named rice. Right. And, <laughs> and, and Steve Logan's like, what the fuck am I listening to? Right. The East Carolina head coach. So he goes up next. And he goes, well, let me tell you, East Carolina makes the best damn tractors in the country. Right. <laughs> best damn tractors. Something, something to that extent. It's a great story, but that's all part of the fun, part of the fun of what makes college football so wacky. When USC loses to a Stanford or a Cal, it's fucking hilarious. Cause you know, USC's cheating Yeah, and they're not and you know, part it, of the fun. It hurts them so bad. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, look, as a UVA fan wearing the hat right now, this is a snobby organization. And it, yeah. it, it is funny to have them, you know, basically be in control of that to an extent in the 90s and then tech coming, you know, yeah. start kicking their ass. And then UVA, you know, started acting too good. I don't want to live in a college football world where everyone's the same. Yeah. All right, guys, we're on Stanford. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. How you doing, Stanford Cardinal fans? Let me just shit on your whole fan base. But uh, good, good conversation. Yeah. But we're on Stanford, <laughs> and the overrunners at three wins, and you have to be out of your fucking mind if you are going to bet the over on here. Well, with, let me tell you what. The, yeah. Na- national composite talent ranking as the 2022 composite number 23 in the nation. But are those guys on the roster? <laughs> Uh, who knows? I mean, but I, I'm curious. Like that the is composite. good for second in the uh, Pac-12. Actually, yeah, that's, third, that's, third. They're not the Oregon. second most talented team in the Pac-12. I'm going to go USC. out on a limb and say they're not the second <laughs> most talented team in the conference. But they do have Emmett Smith's son, and he's and uh, he's very good. So uh, EJ Smith. Um, but uh, the schedule, the non-con. Let's talk about this at Hawaii, and Hawaii gets a week zero game. That's dangerous. A little bit. That's a little dangerous on the island. Uh, then they're the, the non-con uh, week three. They're home to Sacramento State, who uh, they went undefeated a year ago in the FCS. Watch out! And that team, if anyone knows, yeah, what uh, Troy Taylor's uh, and offense the, and consists. That, well, of. well, they hired the defensive coordinator as head coach, so like that yeah. makes it a fascinating game. That does, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then the last game of the season, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish come to the farm in Palo Alto, and guess what? Stanford might have sucked ass last year, but they still beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> One of their three wins. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. That's what I mean. It's great for the sport. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think you got to play the under. As much as I think Troy Taylor actually probably a good hire when it's all said and done. Well, uh, we is, haven't it, even looked it, at the rest of their schedule yeah. yet. Is is Asher O'Hara still at Sac, at Sac State? I think he's gone, but they have uh, another QB that they brought in Carson camp from South Dakota. Subscribe to the Mm. FCS college football experience. Um, But let me push back on you a little bit because this offense is going to explode. I don't know if it's going to lit be it up in the big sky, man. This year, that offense flew. That offense yeah, I mean, flew. Yeah. Is it going to be this year? Their nah, one loss, they scored sixty-three points in their only <laughs> loss. They lost sixty-six, sixty-three, or else they kept going to the national championship. That, that sounds like fun. So look, what do we got them going in the non-con? That's the thing. Like, if you're going to go over, you have to go two and one here. But I think they're going to trip up on one of those, either Hawaii or Sac State. I, I'm going to say one and two. I'm not. I'm. I'm saying two and one. I say two and one and, too. And but like, like you said, the fact that they beat Notre Dame and they get them at uh, well, on the have, farm, November twenty fifth. The, yeah, they might. Man, they might go three and out. Uh, but I'm gonna say two and one in the nine. I'll say two and one, but I don't feel good about it. I think they could be zero and three very easily. <laughs> sure. Um, but here's the thing. So then in conference, they're at USC week two. Remember USC also gets a week zero game. They play two. They open up the season with two teams that play week zero games. That's a fucking advantage to Hawaii and USC, yeah. right? Um, they get a bye week. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, they don't. Uh, so at USC, home to Arizona week four, home to Oregon, which those games are always wacky. Uh, then the bye week, and then at Colorado, nationally televised Friday night against Prime Time. Um, I got a moment four. Agreed. Conference play there. I think Colorado is the winnable game there, and that's on the road, which on a Friday night. I don't. They're not going to win that game. 
I mean, Eric, maybe maybe Arizona. At I was home about to say. Winnable. Well, if Arizona's defense is not fixed, like yeah. I do think Troy Taylor can scheme up offense. But you so gotta like, like Jed Fish in year three, building that program up, getting you know better incrementally r- rather than a new coach in the first month. I will favor Arizona, but I'm just saying, like, do I expect that game to maybe put up 80 points? Yes. Um, I feel like they get one of those four. So you got them at three wins. Then. Three wins with three four wins, games just left. like that. Uh, then uh, they're they're home to UCLA for homecoming. Do they even have this? That can they even say that that's homecoming? <laughs> I mean, do people actually come? Uh, anyway, uh, home to Washington. Then they head to Pullman and Corvallis back to back weeks. Whew. And then uh, they are home to the California Golden Bears, which should be the rivalry game on the final game of the season. But they fucked that up. Um, Guys, I think they're probably going to lose all of them, but I, I I think there'll be dogs in all of them. But I'll say this: between Arizona and between Cal, they win one. But I'm still on the under. I think this is a two to three win team, and I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, best case scenario is three, but I, I think two is probably more in store. I mean, they only won three last year, and they had a, a a lot more people on that roster before they departed. Now, and it's also the, the under's minus one sixty. So if you're gonna bet that, you gotta lay a ton of juice. I mean, uh, I feel like I should lock this though. Build me four wins. I don't know that no, I can find four I, wins. Yeah. I, I mean, saying, they have to win every 50 50 game. They have to beat Cal. They got to beat Arizona. They got to beat Hawaii. They have South no lay. I'll build you four wins in the first half of the season. Really? Hawaii, Sacramento state, Arizona, Colorado. No, not gonna uh, I, I highly doubt they would win. all. I those. don't think yeah. they will either. I think yeah. they're going to go three and nine. I'm taking the under, but I'm not super confident. I'm certainly not locking. Well, this. I, I mean, especially the with the new quarterback. So if you're, if you think they're three and nine, you're pushing, but more likely oh, that's a three. That I thought it was yeah. three and a half. Uh, yeah. Three flat, flat three. three. I'm on the under under I'll push over. There we go. Patty C. I don't think they're going two and nine or two and 10 program trajectory. I'm going to say down. It's got to be down. You have no idea where you're going to be, what conference you're going to be in. You have a brand new head coach. While well, we, we think the higher, we, we think it's going to be a good hire, but right now, especially without a conference, you got to got to stay down. You know why it's down? It's because they don't have a conference and also they don't accept transfers. Really. They like they barely let people transfer in. Let me tell you why it's up, right? Cuz David Shaw had bottomed this program out. 4 and 8. That was I your boy. 4 and 2 in COVID, but then <laughs> 3 and 9, 3 and 9. So, yeah, he was my boy. I liked him, but you were right. You saw it coming from I think we all saw it coming from a mile away. Um that, you know, and it finally went downhill. But now they got a guy who went it's undefeated in the regular turn. season and has an explosive offense. Something Stanford hasn't seen in quite a while. Stanford might actually be exciting. Oh, I Can mean, you freaking yeah. imagine? That, remember back Bill Walsh days, baby. I it's remember that. fun when Stanford yeah. feels a pretty good team. It is. It is. It, when Harbaugh was there, it was great. Yeah, when Harbaugh was there. It was fucking. That's amazing. the last that win, time. That win over USC was a great game. That's they the, should. That's why I was shocked though that they didn't go out and try to hire. Uh, Sharon Moore, the OC of Michigan, because I was like that yeah, would be would fit the bill. on brand uh, or bit bit Pogey. I mean, come on, but that, that there was like, <laughs> can you yeah, imagine bit Pogey like, in Palo Alto <laughs> with his cutoff shirt, and his big gut hanging out? You know that that Stanford band might embrace it. They're into their acid up there. That, that's yeah. a partying ass band. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Now we jump over and talk about 
prime time and the Colorado Buffaloes. Wins the disrespect, <laughs> uh, buddy. I'll start things off with my first lock. <laughs> I will lock up the over in the Colorado Buffaloes. Predictable. Oh, sorry, I'm on your. What do you side. have them going out of conference? Um, one I, and two here. I th- I haven't going two and one, but I I wouldn't even be that shocked if it was three now. But I also on, could man. see zero oh and three. So <laughs> Colby's a Colorado fan since the nineties. So take it with a grain of salt guys. Take it with no, but I really believe this boulder of salt. No, I, I, like I can't <laughs> wait to prove you guys wrong here because Three and, uh, they're going to get the ground beat TCU, Nebraska TCU played State. in nine fucking one score games a year ago. <laughs> like everyone thinks TCU is they some fucking juggernaut. I understand yes. that, but they, they were also winning beat Patty C's Michigan Wolverines in the playoffs. Don't call them mine. And, and also and also, when Chandler <laughs> Morris was starting against the Colorado Buffaloes, they were winning seven to six at halftime before Colorado knocked them out. All right, so fuck you. All right, let's go. All right, uh, buddy. Here's the real thing. Here, here's the real thing. I was a skeptic on Dion a little bit until he brought in Sean Lewis. That was the one. That was the one to me, and some of the other coaches. I heard, uh, and I just heard Urban Meyer talking about how he's like, that team's good. He goes, I worry about the depth, which I worry about, but he was like, I can tell you this, their starting guys can play and they're much more talented than a year ago. Agreed. And and when you look at the schedule, I think Sean Lewis, he won 10 games. Remember he was the OC of Syracuse before he took the Kent state job. They won 10 games, Syracuse. They won 10 games. Fucking Jim Brown. All right. Uh, he didn't schedule. do it every year. No, his final year there before he left. Really? Yeah. Is that yeah. eleven power fives? No, it is a brutal. It is eleven power fives. It and is a brutal. The brutal only schedule. non-power five is a rivalry game with the team uh, an hour up the road in Colorado State. Yes, and even that game's dangerous because Norvell has been hearing nothing but Dion talk. I was at Mountain West Media Day, and I could tell. You know, he's waiting. He's waiting. There. Shout out to the chat. Someone went to the three random. Went to the same uh, high school as Rashawn Salam, Heisman Trophy winner. Probably got high with him. Yeah. Here's the main thing: <laughs> Shador Sanders has to stay healthy. I worry about the quarterback depth. Right. That's the main thing. But I really feel like this team is a lot more talented than people think, and I think this offense will fly. I worry about the defense, but I think this offense will be very good. Dude, this team needs time to gel. This so, is an entirely new team. Patty you know, I've never seen that before, new though. coaching staff. What do you got out of conference, Patty? Do you think they can grab one? <sighs> Let me see. Of those three, yeah, I do. I think they'll go one and three. I, I wanted two, and maybe two. even two. Wait, and one. I mean, Nebraska's breaking in a new coach too, guys. True. What, they they brought in home. sixty fucking transfers sure. too. You know sure. what I mean? Like, how do you? It could be two. How and do one. you just say, "Oh, that's for sure"? Nebraska win. There's a three and nine team a year ago. I'm not saying for yeah. sure. It's Nebraska, Nebraska was a lot closer to being decent the last True. couple of years in Colorado. True, but they also play in at Colorado, where they took an L the last time they fucking played there <laughs> under Mel Tucker. Nick and I are right? in, in in the realm of reality or probability. No, I mean likely. two and one is is possible. Certainly, three and is. I think it's either one and two or two and one, and I'm gonna say one and two. Two and one. I'm with you, Nick. Two and one. 
All right, keep it going. All right, conference schedule at Oregon. Start things off. Dan Lanning's already called out Colorado and Deion Sanders. Colorado mm. wins in Eugene. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. No loss. Uh, home to USC. Loss, but I'm very intrigued to watch that matchup because I think the corners they can go man on those on those wideouts. That'll be fun to watch. Mm. We'll see if they can. Yeah, that's a big step up in competition for Travis Hunter. Well, Brendan Rice was on Colorado. He's their best receiver. He was on Colorado two years ago. All right. That doesn't mean Travis Hunter was locking him up. Let's go. Um, three and two, right? You guys. Oh, so then uh, let me do it. Break it up in pods here. Uh, at Oregon, home to USC. At Arizona State, who also has like forty-six new players. Uh, home to Stanford, two and two. I'll ride with you there. One and three. Hmm. So I'm already. All I need is one win to hit the over. Guess what? They get a bye week and then they're at UCLA. No one goes to those fucking games. Uh, by right? the way, you already you already hit the over because you had two and one out of conference right. and two and two. That's there. right. Boom. Cash it up. Lock it. Um at UCLA, UCLA starting a freshman quarterback. UCLA still should beat them. But it is UCLA. They lost to Arizona last year. They're, in they're known to have a clunker yeah. from time to yeah. time. I'll still say loss. Patty? Loss. Yeah. Then uh home to Oregon State for homecoming. Definitely gonna get their ass whooped there. Home to Arizona. There's Boom. a chance. Another here. win. At Washington State, potential win. At Utah ass kick. I'm on the over. I think they get one of those Arizona Washington State games. I think they probably end up going three and six in Pac twelve play and then get one or two wins out of conference to get to four and five. I'm not in love with the over, but that's my lean. Lock it up. <laughs> I'm on Lock the under. Up. I'm on the under. And look, I'm rooting for prime time. I think this program is a rocket ship going upwards, obviously, as long as he's there, but it's too early and there's too many new pieces there for it to gel. And the Pac 12 is too good this year. This offense, I guarantee you, will put up at least 30 points in nine of their 12 games. And when you say the Pac 12 is too good, I mean, the top of the Pac 12 is really good, but there's a lot of teams in the middle or bottom where games are certainly winnable. Yes. Sure. And they and they play all of them except Cal, right? They get Arizona State, Arizona Stanford. You got to like that. Even yeah. the Wazoo games winnable. You just said though, there's a potential for six teams to uh win 10 games this year. Yes, but they don't play all of them. They're not I playing. Mean, Washington. Six of them are favored to get eight and yeah. a half. That is well, a loss for those six. The other five because are you, beatable you play yourself are all winnable. All right, yeah. If Col- if Colorado's ahead of schedule, if they get it going, they could be good. Cause I do think there's an talent infusion. I, there. I worry about the defense, but the, I think the, I honestly think you guys are going to be very impressed with the offense. Well, look, well, we'll see. I, I mean, Shadur Sanders had a super completion percentages at times last year. I don't think that that necessarily won't translate. You can hit an open target or you can't. Now the target has to be open, but Pac-12 hasn't been renowned for playing great defense. Uh, there yeah. are some teams that are pretty good, yeah. but uh, I think I think I think you're right. The offense will come along. I wish they would get some of those weaker nine conferences games later in the season, but you know, I don't know. We'll see what what happens there. But lock it up. Let's go. Next up, we hop on over to the California Golden Bears. Wait, so let me get this straight. You're gonna disrespect this program? They're one of the remaining four. My guy Justin Wilcox. Do you think he's regretting taking the Oregon job? <laughs> Not taking the Not Oregon taking job. It. I mean, um, but does this team have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder this year? 
there's a lot of other weird factors in college football this year with teams going in different directions. I think, I think if you're a cow player or a coach, you might have a chip on your shoulder. Well, 100%. And I actually, uh, Cal went with the youth movement last year. They played a bunch of, and one of the best things that happened is they played a bunch of young guys and they also got rid of Bill Musgrave. Bill Musgrave did not fit in Pac 12 football. He was like the sh- Marty Schottenheimer of the Pac 12. <laughs> uh, bringing in, bringing in uh, Jake Spavadol, I think was a nice, nice get. And then bringing in, bringing in, and I hope they burn in hell, Sam Jackson at quarterback. Uh, From TCU, back up at TCU. Yes. And, uh, you know, he's dual threat, which just that alone, Cal's right. offense has needed some spice. <laughs> For sure, for a, for a while, but Jaden Ott, I also like the fact they get uh, the they went out and got the the Montana State running back uh, that that started for them. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Infante, I think it is. Ott um, Ott uh, was a fantasy like phenom, um, good pass catcher out of the backfield, but also had like a 250 yard rushing performance last year against Arizona. Yeah, so they got. You know, a dude that can run the ball, a star in the backfield. One of the things I love about this Cal team is the the fact they burned a lot of those starts. Like the youth have have started a lot of games. So, uh, especially on one more thing, especially they were they they lost five one score games a season ago. Yeah. And when you have when you go with the youth movement, usually you don't have the experience, the moxie, the whatever you want to call it, to win some of those tight games. Usually, the second year, once you have that experience under your belt. You start to you know grab a couple of those close games. So they won what four games last year, but they were in damn near all of them. Yeah, and and let me tell you that I yeah. think they have one of the better defensive lines in the Pac-12. Now I know Oregon State and Utah have a good defensive line, even a couple other ones, but I think I think they have something on the defensive line side of things. Let's talk about the non-con real quick. Uh, Two and five in one possession games last year. Seventeen starters back from a year ago. If you can get that number to five and two this year, then all of a sudden, I think they're going to be a. T- I think people that think like, hey, you know, there's just six teams, uh, and the rest is like a, a huge drop off. I think Cal's good. I think Cal's a solid team, right? Um, but they're beatable by anybody can beat Cal. True, they are true. That they, very true. Uh, they're kind of like. They're kind of like a shittier version of Baylor. Is that accurate? Like a shitty version of Baylor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're capable of beating you. Like um, more talented than you'd think. Forty-seven yeah, in the yeah. uh, composite. What they so, haven't been able to do next, is right really have really bubble up and win like eight, nine, ten games like Baylor has a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the non-con, ridiculous. This is why if you're a Cal fan, you're upset because you're going on the road to North Texas. What are you doing guys? All right. <laughs> Denton, yeah. Texas. What is Cal doing in Denton, Texas? The ACC and PAC 12 <laughs> set themselves up. I read a great article of the, the demise of the PAC 12. And they were saying that they were the, the worst at scheduling because they just didn't care. Right. They're just like, Oh yeah, we'll go play at Denton, Texas. And it's like, well, <laughs> that, don't be surprised when you lose. Yeah. All right? Even if you don't like, lose that game, you've put mileage on your team. Yeah. I mean, they, they're notorious. Stanford played a schedule. I think it was 2019. All 12 teams were power fives. What are you doing? What are we doing here? Uh, at North Texas, luckily North Texas fired itself the trail after they went to the conference USA championship, Eric Morris comes in and uh, I'm, I, I think this is uh no, I think they're a lot better than Indiana. Mm, yeah. Uh, I don't buy that comparison either. They're yeah. tougher than Indiana. Yeah. Uh, 
at North Texas, I think is, a, is I would lean Cal, but don't fuck around or you will get beat. So give me Cal to be one and oh in the non con. Then they're home to Auburn. Hugh strip club freeze in Berkeley. <laughs> oh, that's going to be great. 10 30 um, Eastern time. So prime time, uh, West dude, coast. Kick. I, I can mention this. The sec has a terrible record at the PAC 12. It's an interesting yeah. game. It really is. I'm telling you, Cal's going to beat Albert four and eight last year, five and seven, the year before under Wilcox, um, you know, COVID was bad, but that, that with Cal is one you definitely throw away. But prior to that, two straight winning seasons, can he get back up to a six and six kind of level? And that's where all Miss is right came now. to Berkeley to drop acid, got their ass whooped. Tennessee came to drop acid in Berkeley, they got their ass whooped. I'm telling you, what do you think the point spread uh, bonus that Cal gets from this game is when Auburn comes to Cal? They gain what six, seven, eight points? Probably. I think it's at least a touchdown. I I got and, Cal. And- this is a 50 50 game and I think Auburn will be favored. So, I mean, I guess yeah. by that, but I, I think Cal's going to beat him. I, I want to take the points in that game. I want to err on the side of caution here. If I uh, initially I, I'm thinking over, but I want to err on the side of the caution and I want to say, no, they lose this one and beat Idaho and they're two and one in the non-con hang on because Idaho preseason top 10 in the FCS Giovanni McCoy, one of the best players in all of the FCS as a quarterback of the Vandals. I'll say, what are I they doing? You, with I this? bet you Giovanni McCoy is the only Giovanni in the state of Idaho. <laughs> uh, buddy. Idaho, uh, two power five games last year at Washington, lost by seven. At Indiana, lost by three. Or Washington State, rather, I should say. Um, That's a dangerous two, game. That, that was their coach's first year, too. So, like, this is year two of his era. McCoy was a freshman last year. I'll say two and one in the non con. Maybe they lose the Auburn game, beat North Texas and Idaho. Maybe the, one yeah. of them. One three of, and O is very possible. It, it is very possible, but there's also why do that? You could have scheduled Cal Poly one by forty, right? Mm. Why put that game there? Yeah, stupid. Either way, I mean, I, I would think it's going to be Auburn that comes in and gets them. You got to figure Auburn's going to come back up. But as Noah pointed out, very early in the freeze tenure. Uh, maybe it's too early and Cal gets them three and O would be a hell of a start. I think they but could two I and think one they could. Uh, then these games have been classics to me. Like I feel like two of the past f- two out of the past three or three out of the past four Cal Washington games have been fantastic. Uh, they head to Seattle to take on Washington on September 23rd. You got to favor Washington there, right? Even though I think that game is intriguing to contrast in styles in a way, yeah. but uh Give me Washington two and two. Uh, actually, fuck. I keep fucking up the rhythm of this. The uh, let's do the four teams here at Washington home to Arizona state home to Oregon state at Utah. Brutal. Absolutely brutal, but they're going to beat Arizona state. Definitely. Um, they I, get I, Arizona state and, and they're they gonna could upset. beat Oregon state there. They could beat Oregon state there. Yeah, they're not going to upset somebody at home. One of their home games, either Oregon state or, or later on, we have mentioned yet, maybe USC. They're going to get one of them. So I, I'll say they get Oregon State and they go two and two in this stretch. Mm, I'm gonna say one and three. That's a really hard stretch. Yeah. One and there, three. There's a chance they lose to Arizona State, you know? It's one and three for me, which sets me up at what? Three wins right now, right? I'm the at win, four. The win total is at five, correct? Yes. Even five. This Flat is five. If you've been listening to uh if you listen to our Cal preview, this is the one. They get a bye week before USC on Halloween weekend. 
USC, I believe has a huge game on deck. Can we pull up a USC schedule real quick? Um, I believe USC is going to see will be Washington going. at home. Yes. It's Cal's sandwiched between Cal beats games, USC. Utah and Washington. That's the one Cal's going to beat USC this year. Final, final game. They get to play them too. That's the one it'll be coming off Notre Dame. Then Utah, That's the one. That's then a saying. road trip to Cal. That is the one they're going to beat USC. They very well could. That is their fourth win. And that's coming off a bye for Cal. Yeah. Yeah, they could. Um, I'm still not going to predict it though. Um, but in, in this four game stretch, uh, USC at Oregon hosting Washington state and at Stanford, I do think they get two. Uh, yeah. So home to USC at Oregon, home to Washington state at Stanford at UCLA. I think they could, I actually think they could win a lot more of those. I think every game is winnable except probably the Oregon game. L- losing Jack Plummer. Uh, I, I watched a little more on him. Super impressive. I told you uh, he's going to be a stud. He is going to be a stud. Uh, So I'm a little higher on Louisville after uh, seeing some more tape on him. Funny, but (laughs) funny how that happens. It makes me a little lower on Cal. So the number is what again? Five. Five. I'm taking the under. I am on the over. I think they're bowling this year. I'm on the over too. I was I was thinking about locking this, but not really have much. You know, I haven't seen Sam Jackson play all that much, so. I'm going to just stick to uh, the over, but not lock it up program trajectory. Even. I'm, I'm going to say steady because just because Wilcox turned down Oregon, <laughs> Well, no, I'm going to say down because we don't know where they're going to be either. True. Well, let me, let me say this. No matter where they end up, whether it's the ACC, the AAC, the mountain West, even independent. They're they probably going to be scheduling yeah. a little easier. It's all about money, though. Cal, Cal's broke. Cal doesn't have That's the money true. that Stanford has. That is true. And if, if they're if what they're bringing in cuts by in like in half or more, can that they really can negatively not raise affect money? all of their athletic programs? What do you mean? Can they really not raise money? They haven't cared about football since fucking World War One. Apparently, you know they I mean? can't like, because they are they're famously broke right now. Yeah, I guess so. Do you know this program used to be freaking awesome? Yes. Up until the fifties for like the first 50 years of the century, they were diesel. Why can't California football come back? It's a disgrace. Have you been to Berkeley? <laughs> There's your answer. I mean, yeah. I've been to Berkeley. I, I look good old Timothy I Leary, like Timothy Leary ruined the Cal <laughs> football program. <laughs> oh man. John Madden coached, coached, uh, coached classes of football. In I just think some of the players yeah. like Deshaun yeah. Jackson or Aaron uh, Rodgers, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so many of them. I mean, I don't yeah. know what happened. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's jump on over to the Arizona Wildcats. All right, um, Arizona, Jed Fish. By the way, have you seen? He's been he's been killing it on the recruiting trail. Landed five stars for the highest recruit in Arizona history, or some shit. Um, Arizona, Jaden Delora back at the quarterback position. The defense was terrible a year ago. They Awful. did. They did get raided in the portal by uh, by USC, <laughs> specifically USC, who took like four of their best players. But uh, but hey, I mean, if if momentum's a thing, if we're talking program trajectory to start things off, I think you gotta like the fact that they've been really doing good on the recruiting trail lately, and they just joined the Big Twelve. Which I mean, obviously they have a home. Uh, it's good to have a home. They're <laughs> not, uh, <laughs> not homeless. Yeah. Um, Guys, I'm curious your take on the Arizona Wildcats. Um, 
Michael Wiley's back at the running back spot. Jacob Cowing's a stud receiver that came over from UTEP. They went and got Montana or Montana Lamonius Craig from Colorado had the big spring game. Uh, but I just worry about the defensive side of the ball. They return only three starters on a defense that was ass last year, but they do return. The, the only defense worse than them in the Pac-12 last year was Colorado's. Yeah. Um let's talk a little bit though about potential because the non-con. Well, I want to give a little credit to the uh the athletic director or the whoever was required uh, uh responsible for the hiring there, because we all had our doubts about Fish. Jeff Fish. Yeah. And he's, you know, one and eleven. I, I, I had uh, never heard of him before. <laughs> what was he uh Patriots? Uh, he was on every team. Go look at his track record. The guy bounced around. Yeah. Uh, he worked in the fucking circus. Yeah. All right. Um, Ravens, I feel Broncos. like a lot of times when those like only NFL coaches come to college, it doesn't work out. I feel like you have to have like a college background. I mean, yeah, maybe you've, you've coached in both college and pro, but if you're like strictly a pro coach, I feel like usually that doesn't work. So maybe he's bucking that trend some, or well, he did, was, did he uh, have some college experience way back? He had, he, uh, had he was with Jim Mora UCLA also. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, he was yeah, at Miami no, he was with at, the hurricanes. Yeah, he, he was, was with Harbaugh, Minnesota with yeah. the golden Gophers. Okay. So he's just uh, like a lifer, like coach anywhere, you know, anytime. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, non-con watch out Jed fish because, uh, you know, the first time you played Northern Arizona, the lumberjacks came into Tucson and got the dub. <laughs> Fuck that was yeah. year one. That was year one when they only won one game. Still <laughs> love this game on the schedule. Big Sky football. Was love this rocking. game on the schedule. Uh, and the fact that it's right. It's a look ahead spot, man. They got Mississippi state. They're going to Stark Vegas week two. Now I still favor Mississippi state, especially in Stark Vegas, but you know, they're a bit of a mystery team this year. And then they're home to the UTEP miners who NC next got playing for the national championship. <laughs> but uh, I got them two and one in the non-con Patty C. Yeah. yeah. They got rolled by Mississippi state last year at home. They ain't turning that corner this year. They, it'll be closer though. Yeah. They're yeah. not losing by three touchdowns. You have to like what fish yeah. is doing. I mentioned two years ago in his first year, they won one game last year. They jumped up to five wins, five and seven last year. So he's got to point it in the right direction. I'm also two and one out of conference. Boom. Uh, in the chat, cocaine bear says they're going bowling this year. We'll see uh, at Stanford on the farm, September 23rd to start pack 12 play home to Washington, then at USC. And then that trip to Pullman. On October fourteenth, I have them. That's a Jaden Delora bowl, but Washington State went down to the desert and beat the beat them down last year. I got them one and three there. Man, I like Arizona, but their schedule's tough, dude. Yeah, I'll say one and three. Also, maybe they get Wazoo on the second the, on the second of, of the back to back roads, but no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think they go two and two in that stretch. Ah, Jacob Cowing. You know he's gonna go off on one of these teams. Would you draft him in fantasy? I w- I wish. Um, <laughs> all right, then after the bye week, they're home to Oregon State, home to UCLA. Now I will say, though that the desert's always sneaky. Yeah, and uh, they will get one of those two. Then they're at Colorado. I got them losing that. They're home to Utah, and then they're they, we got the Dust Bowl, uh, the Territorial Cup on November twenty fifth at in Tempe, which I think Arizona should be favored. But I think it's a little sneaky. It's a little sneaky game there. I'm on the under with the Arizona Wildcats for this year. I'm gonna go over actually. I think uh, they they do beat Colorado on the road and they do upset one of those teams uh, at home. And not, they also beat Arizona State in the uh, rivalry and that gives them to six. 
So uh, I'm I'm with Cracky the uh, cocaine beer. I, I got uh, bear. I'm sorry. Uh, six and six on the over, but I don't feel great about it. You know what I don't like about this is a lot of the teams they're supposed to beat. The they're road. getting on the road. Yeah. Stanford on the road. Washington State on the road. Colorado on the road. Arizona State on the road. If they drop one or two of those, then they're probably on the under. That said, I like the trajectory. And I'm taking the over. Wow, going over. Yeah, there we go, Patty. I think yeah. the, Patty riding together for the trajectory. You got to say over because of the, they're just the way they're recruit. Or not, not over, but uh, up. Yeah, because I think the, the old Showboat Brothers are back. Showboat <laughs> Brothers are showboat back. buddies are subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. Uh, now we, let's talk about the other team in the Dust Bowl. By the way, as soon as we said that, the uh, Showboat sucked ass. That's yeah. true. That's very true. Look, before we talk about the other team in Got the a Dust Bowl, excited on that showboat together. Yeah. Before we start talking about the other team in the Dust Bowl, if I could fucking talk, um, uh, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Parlay Play. Yes, Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favorite uh, parlayed player props. Football season's right around the corner, and Parlay Play will have all of your favorite props. Parlay Play is available in a ton of states, including California and Texas. Plus, our uh, good friends up north in Canada, Parlay Play is available. In a bunch of different provinces, uh, and when you sign up, just make sure you use our our, our sweet little bonus code uh, to get you started. A parlay play that I've mentioned already is the over on USC San Jose State Week Zero. I think it's at sixty three and a half or sixty four. Give me the over on that. And also, uh, Rich Rodriguez in Jacksonville State against NC Knicks UTEP Miners in, in Jacksonville State's first ever FBS game. Uh, head over to parlayplay.io. Use that promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's parlayplay.io, promo code SGP. All right. Now we talk about the Arizona State Sun Devils. Kenny Dillingham lost in all of this Dion stuff. Everyone's saying, oh, you can't field a team with, with what was it, like 68 new players or something, 70 new players? <laughs> I think Dillingham's at like 49. So it's like, you know. Dion Light, yeah, and not as talented of players. True, and Drew Pine penciled in the start. Patty C thinks he's the next Joe Theismann. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you got that. Yeah, from. you told coming me off of a three-win season a year ago. You shotgunned a few beers, buddy, and last time you were here, you're telling me Drew Pine is is the next Fran Tarkenton. <laughs> All right, uh, the things that th- this is stuff that'll happen on the, uh, the yeah, Patreon, Patreon. get that Patreon. I'll All get right? fucked up and start talking yeah. nonsense. Uh, look, they return. Uh, Isn't well, that every episode petty? Yeah, it's true. Here's what's interesting. They do return eight starters who started college football games. And I do like that Cameron Scadaboo transfer from Sac state at the running back spot. The question is, if Drew Pine can be any good. Um, Borgat is also back. He played some games a year ago. He's backing up Drew Pine, I think. Um, they have some decent receivers. They uh, Sanders and Badger are pretty solid. They went out and got the uh, Idaho State transfer Gil- Gil- Gilroy, who's a beast. Um, okay, I can talk myself into the offense being decent. The defense, not so much, because they return only five players that have started college football games. Um, I mean, this is a hard, this is like the Colorado one. It's really hard to project, but the wind totals at five, it's not three and a half. And I have, uh, I trust Colorado's quarterback play a little bit more. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And the hires, John Lewis. I trust more than well, here before. Let me say this, this team has gone bowling nine of the last 12 years and they were getting sabotaged from the inside uh, this past year. True. But they also, 
didn't have 50, 50 new players. <laughs> That's true. And even the years that they didn't go bowling, one was COVID two and two, the other five and seven under Ty Graham. Let's talk about the now, non-con. One more thing though. Yeah. It is nice that they start with four straight home games and five out of their first six games are at home. They so only have it. four road games in general, which yeah. I came into it thinking when I did the Arizona state preview, I was like, I think I'm going to take the over, but the schedule is a little challenging. They start off. Uh, the non-con is Southern Utah. The Thunderbirds coming, so they're not bad. Look, if it's you're telling me you're Kenny Dillingham's first game, I mean they should be fine with Southern Utah. But I'm just saying, when you have 60 fucking new players or 52, whatever the number is, uh, I don't know. But one and zero, one and zero. Then they're home to Oklahoma State, home to Fresno State. I got them one and two in the non-con. Patty C. Yeah. And see, Nick, what do you got them doing in the non-con? I think I agree. All right, now and that that doesn't bode well for an over. Let me tell you. Mm-mm. Yeah, now conference play: home to USC, at Cal, home to Colorado, bye week at Washington in Seattle. I got them zero and four. Yeah, I mean we've already talked about Cal and Colorado, and I had them beating Arizona State. So I mean they could they could certainly squeeze one of these out, but uh, I'm gonna say I win four also. Cal and Colorado are both 50-50 games to me, so they I'll get probably I'll, get one of them right. I'll give them one and three in that stretch. Oh and four, oh and four, uh, one and seven now for me, and then they are home to Washington State. Interesting. Or one and six for you. Yeah, one and six. Okay. Uh, home to Washington State at Utah at UCLA, home to Oregon in the Dillingham Bowl, and then home to the Arizona Wildcats in the Dust Bowl. I'll say this. I do think they probably get three wins. So give me Washington State as an upset and give me the Arizona Wildcats as an upset in the in the Dust Bowl. I was gonna say, guys, this is a three or four win team. Yeah. They're, they're certainly not winning six. You have to be on the under. The only problem is that the under is minus one sixty. So it's very similar to Stanford, where I love the unders on both. I mean, I'll I'll go ahead and lock this up, but I'm not going to bet a ton on it just because the the minus one sixty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I'll lock it up too. Let's go. All right, let's go. Do it. Uh. You coming? I don't think I'm gonna lock it up because let's look historically at this a little bit. Uh, The last time that they played a full season and didn't manage uh, last year, uh, yeah, well, prior to last year, okay, uh, was 2009, and then you know prior to that, uh, 2001. You know this team hits five wins even in their in, they, they in the worst 50, of times. Fifty new players. That's true. Number forty-three in the uh, overall talent composite. Don't know how much that applies anymore, but I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you guys. And I, in fact, I will agree with you on the under. I certainly not a lock though. Okay. Fancy Nick, myself, locking up the Sun Devils under five wins. Let's go. All right. I think five is probably around the ceiling for this team. I do too. I, I really, I think five and seven would be like Dillingham having a really good year. Let's jump over to the final team before we, uh, we talk about the, we go to the B side and that is the Washington state Cougs. go Cougs. Um, Cam Ward is back. I sneak, you know, I thought they did a great job. I, I know they got rated in the portal. Like one of their best defensive players is at Miami. One of their best defensive players went to Arizona state actually. 
but I thought they did a great job on the offensive side of the ball. Remember they bring it. They, they for a, they brought in offense coordinator, Ben Arbuckle, Western Kentucky's offense coordinator. And they threw for 7 million kajillion billion yards, <laughs> whatever Joe Biden said, they're going to need that. Cause offense last year, they, they, they were only averaging, I think 26 points per game, which I think was second worst or third worst in the pac 12 and in a conference where there's a lot of very potent offenses. They got to do better. Maybe year two with Cam Ward. Maybe the new OC. Maybe that helps them. Uh, well, I can tell you this: uh, Nakia Watson is back at the running back spot. Former Wisconsin Badger, um, preseason third team All Conference. What I liked is what they did wide receiver wise. Kyle Williams comes in from UNLV. If you watch any UNLV the past couple of years, they're terrible. But he was a stud, right? Then they went out and got Josh Kelly from Fresno State. If you watched uh, any Fresno State football last year, him and Jalen Cropper were studs. They also brought in Isaiah Hamilton, the top receiver from San Jose State, right? And they have DT Sheffield back. So uh, I really like what they did at the wide receiver position. Now, the offensive line returns four of five. The defense, obviously, their defensive coordinator leaves for Arizona State, but remember, Jake Dickert, defensive guy, won a bunch of national championships at North Dakota State with Craig Bowl. Um, that's the real concern to me is the defense. I mean, the defense was good last year. So they were not like, you know, some of those years under leech or some of those years prior when they, sure they, they were actually a really good defense a season ago. But the question is, is how fast can they return them? They bring in the Maryland transfer McCullough at the linebacker spot. Um, I don't know. We'll see how they do, but I can tell you this, they, they probably have a chip on their shoulder. So I, I came in. I think uh, when we, and I did the SGP show, I came in thinking, no, oh, they're probably going to hit the under. And now I'm like, you just gave them fuel. You gave them rocket fuel. All right. You just gave them rocket fuel. Now what's the chip on the shoulder? Uh, they, they're going to be oh, left. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> um, Pro- probably. Yeah. Trying to prove something. And they play every bad team in the pac 12 also. Yes. So that win or, total, or what did to I say? Average. Six and a half is the win total, six right? Six and a half. Well, Lanoncon, tricky. With this game, uh, week one, because you know Washington State's doing the air raid. Guess who does the air raid too? Colorado State and Jay Norvell. Um, I I loved. I thought I saw this line when I did the Colorado State preview. I thought it was fourteen for Colorado State. I love the points in the Rams, but I think Wazoo gets it done. But this game going to be sneaky. Going to be sneaky. I think it's going to be. It's a trap trap game essentially because once again, what are you doing playing this in Fort Collins? And also. Uh, you have Wisconsin on deck, which will be the first power five to play in Pullman, Washington since 1998. Yeah. That's a crazy. Set. Um, 25 years. Is that? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Wow. And we're playing at the same We're playing at a level playing field, huh? Yeah, something, um, like, something like that. They're used to the, that's like the mountain West never getting a power five. Actually yeah. shit. Colorado state's getting a game. Um, Maybe they should be in the mountain West <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys. I think they got a real, real good shot at going three and zero in the non-com, but I also think they could go. One I think they're going to drop one. Maybe, maybe it's at the home game against Wisconsin. Maybe uh-uh. it's at Colorado State. I know uh-uh. they beat Wisconsin on the road last year. I know it gets lit there, but I have them dropping one. I could easily see three and zero. I could see three and zero too. Wisconsin's going air raid against Ben Arbuckle. Those seven thousand million billion touchdowns a, a season. I think it's two and a half is the number out of the first three that uh, a betting man would take. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be conservative two again and, one. and say two and one. Two yeah. and one. Okay. I like what they've done scheduling that as a night game. Yes, 
Make them pay. Dairy raid. Do you think it'll be ready to rock? They sit. I've heard reports. They're still going to run the ball heavily. Of course you have to, you know, yeah. you gotta make sure Longo doesn't get out of control. I feel like fickle, you know, is going to put his stamp on that program, which means running the ball. All right. So two and one, then a uh, huge game to be circle on September 23rd. Cause they're home to Oregon state in the battle of the, uh, this is like uh just watching like a really sad, this is like watching fucking uh you know, what's a really sad movie. I'm trying to think of a really sad <laughs> movie that you just, uh, you saving just, private Ryan. There you go. It's like watching saving private Ryan. The end of it. Yeah. Any part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is going to be a fantastic game though. It is a great, fantastic great uh, game. Um, I think Oregon state's a better team though, but it wouldn't shock me if Wazoo won this. So I will say they lose this two and two. Well, let's go. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk about the other games in the, in the, so home to Oregon state, they get a bye week. They're at UCLA home to Arizona and at Oregon. I will say, I will say two and two because I think they can win at UCLA. I'll go two and two also. You know what I'm going to say? What's that? Yeah, I'll say two and two. <laughs> so that puts them at four wins, six and a half is the win total. Then they're at Arizona State. I thought you had them going three and zero in the uh, out of conference. I said I could, but then two and one I agreed okay, on. I'm sorry. Um, right. At Arizona State, home to Stanford, at Cal, home to Colorado. That's a nice stretch, man. <sighs> That's, That's a, a great nice stretch. stretch. It's the whole yeah, and basement. Then, and then the final Apple Cup. I, I wish the final Apple Cup was at Wazoo. I Why know. does that have to be? I in Seattle? know. Damn it. I know. <laughs> Place would burn down. They're but definitely canceling the series after this year. That's it, leaning like that. The article I read today said mm-hmm. it seems like it's it's going by the wayside. But uh, guys, I'll take the over. I think I think they're gonna hit the uh, over. I'm gonna go under, guys. I think they're six and six. The number is six and a half for Washington. This State. one's tough. This, this I don't feel good about this one at all. I had them out the gates at three and. Uh, Three and four, and then this last uh, five-game stretch, I think they're going to go at least at least three and one, but that would put them under five-game uh, stretch. Five-game yeah. stretch, yeah, uh, three and two. Ah, I'm leaning. I'm leaning over. I'm leaning over. Trajectory on the program, by the way, Arizona State. I was curious what you guys do at Arizona State with Dillingham. I mean, I'll flat. say. I think they're going to say flat right now, right? No, I think they got one guy that, you know, he's an ASU grad. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say up. I want to see him coach one game first. I'm going to say flat. Wazoo, I will say flat. <sighs> I think I'll say down. Yeah. Gosh, I can't. This is <laughs> conflicting. Wazoo, I guess, because they don't have anything to keep them afloat. And once the money goes down, they might be screwed. So I'll, I'll have them going down. Um, and then uh, Arizona State, they're definitely trending downward as a program overall. I think. Really? Yeah. They. I mean, I don't know if last year was them bottoming out, and now they're going to come back up. But that is some. Sometimes these things take a little while to sort out. So I think they're going to be going downhill for a little Interesting. while. Interesting. Interesting. All right, folks. That concludes the A side of the college football experience. Time to hop over to the B side. 